fire experts are warning of the potential fire risks associated with the installation of solar power energy systems. Last week, the head offices of cellular giant Vodacom in Cape Town caught fire. While investigations continue, there is speculation that the solar panels on the building's roof might be the cause. This comes as load shedding continues to plague South Africans, with many homeowners turning to solar energy as an alternative power source. For more on these risks, we're now joined on the line by Professor Richard Walls, fire engineering expert from the University of Stellenbosch. Uh, Prof. Richard, thank you very much uh, for your time and good morning. How should people um, know or ascertain whether or not solar panels have indeed been installed correctly and that uh, they don't run the risk of uh, their their homes or or office blocks or businesses catching fire? Good morning. Good morning, listeners. Um, Sort of difficult question to, you know, always cut out all risk because, I mean, basically you have an electrical generating facility on top of your roof. And as with every electrical installation, there is risk. So... The main thing with it is that there needs to be good quality insulations in the same way when you do insulations of any electrical, mechanical and other equipment. You want to make sure you firstly got a good quality installer, then um, reputable materials being used. The guy's not or girl's not cutting corners. And then in addition to that, it requires ongoing maintenance. You don't have you know, leaf litter building up around the materials that can heat up and burn. Um, it hasn't got... you know combustible uh, roof insulation which cables passing through and just generally good quality insulations that one of the biggest problems is when they they cut corners or Mm. don't do it properly or have poor quality connectors and so these aren't common occurrences this is not like suddenly every home which which has got solar is going to burn down Mm -hmm. they do occur infrequently the problem is when they do occur it can be a problem so you can lose an entire warehouse or a shopping center or you know wherever they're installed as it but it can happen it's something we should be aware of to make sure um, this doesn't happen we promote green energy and solar but mm. let's do it properly to make sure it's it's something we can continue to mm. use mm. given the, the the rising demand um of of, of this um, you, you'll have entrepreneurs or or, or uh, you know people in this business want wanting to wanting to to get in um get as much work as possible lots of them in fact are making a killing currently because of how difficult um it's it's been should that be a, co- a cause of, of of concern or what what can in fact be done to ensure that these guys aren't aren't cutting corners that consumers can in fact trust that uh, um, that the job is being done properly and that they they aren't you know at uh, you know at a very high risk it's yeah one of the things is, as I said, with anything else, is to check the person's track record. So if you have, you know, the guy is actually a plumber, and then suddenly there's a new sticker at the bottom of his bucky says, "We also do solar." That was stuck on a few weeks ago. <laughs> it's probably a little bit of a red flag to go up, um, and I have seen that driving around. And just to to check out, yeah, you know, how long has this person been doing this? Yeah. Do they have the necessary qualifications? And do they do they issue proper certif? I mean, uh, electrical certificates? Can you? Find 
phone and follow up with people that they have done installations with look at you know do they have a website or business detail showing what they've done you know can they show you what materials are you using and also just go have a look at their general installation you know mm. neat and tidy and everything looks right or you know if you have an electrical friend ask them to come have a look and that, that'll probably be fine i mean you've probably cut out much of the risk but um you know if it's by far the cheapest person and uh, something looks like it fell off the back of the truck that's being installed or second-hand materials mm. materials are damaged etc those are all things that could be problematic mm. but mm. one of the issues is we do need additional testing locally because you can have two solar panels that look identical where one could be a risk and one might not be because the panels themselves can can ignite uh, you get hot spots on panels and then also the wiring especially because you can get um, they produce DC current so you can get DC arc faults um, that can ignite things leaf litter bags mm. you know, and also the panels themselves burn they've got a encapsulation and other materials that actually burn so mm. they form a, a layer if you have a look at the picture of Vodacom I don't know what caused Vodacom we will hopefully find out maybe yeah. it was the solar panel maybe it was the coffee machine but you will see it spreading underneath the panel so you can actually see it runs across a roof between the panel sure. and the roof sheeting it forms a little um, channel with just enough combustible so that it, the fire can spread over the roof so that's where it also helps if you have gaps between larger installations so let's say now you've got a massive roof covered in panels if you leave gaps especially at the the roof at the peak then if there is a fire it kind of vents there so you've got a, a release of smoke and flames so then it doesn't run up that one side and run down the other mm. and and it gives the fire department some way to access so there's a couple of practicalities along with and controls the electrical systems, especially on the big ones. They can start monitoring the health of the panels and pick up problems. So there's various things that can be done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably we're out of time, but very quickly, are newer homes or older homes more? You know, which of these are more susceptible? Do you think we, you know, many many suburbs, communities, and so on, very old homes. We we realize that mm. uh, even for the cold, they they in fact are not fit for purpose, mm. and it gets very hot and and so on. But what 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 uh, um. I suppose dangers are, uh, exist there for newer homes and how they are being built compared to how older homes are. But one of those, it's, it's materials, except for your cables are running. So if a cable overheats, can it uh, ignite something else? Which you would look at the, the roof construction to be non-combustible. So let's say something does on the odd occasion, you know, something does go wrong that the, that it can't ignite. In the worst place, would if you put it on a thatch roof, that's just a bad idea. I don't think it's in your... If, let's say someone put on thatch roof, then you're looking for trouble. Um, and just generally keeping things that can heat up, which is your panels, your cables, your connectors, etc., away. And then also where it ties into your distribution board. And then also just to have basics in place. You know, you know what the local fire department number is. Um, you know how to shut the system off. You know where the yeah. switches are, etc. And then also... Um, the batteries that go with it, if, if a lithium-ion battery burns, they burn like hell. Yeah. So just to know what to do in such a case. So there, there are things that can be done, but there's no magic old versus new. It's more quality of installation and amount of combustibles versus non-combustible. And yeah. So those are sure. things. Brilliant. We'll have to leave it there, Prof. Richard Walls, fire engineering expert from the University of Stellenbosch.